Welcome to this week's picks, episode 14. It's the podcast that helps you navigate the overwhelming world of entertainment. With countless options available, we're here to guide you through the best movies, TV shows, books, music, and more. Join us as we provide recommendations, reviews, and insights to help you make informed choices. Let's streamline entertainment options and discover the perfect picks for you. Let's get this started. Jason, what's up with you today? How are you, my friend? Oh, good, good. Uh, you know, just excited to talk about some more movies with you. And uh, I think we're, we recommend other things like books and cocktails and whatever, but it seems to be we drift towards movies 80% of the time, which, you know, no complaints from me. Um, no, so. no, whatsoever. No. So, yeah, uh, so we'll just... Oh, well, go on. Go on, go on. I was going to say, it looks like a early discussions this Saturday is going to be all movies today for everybody that's listening to this episode. So... You know, we gave enough cocktail choices and book choices that maybe we'll speed it up a little more entertainment this week. But uh, maybe, maybe it's the fact that it just like, oh, hey, here's a bourbon, and I'm drinking bourbon. Like, <laughs> and with a movie, what do you do with a movie? Some bourbon and popcorn, and put on a movie. So that doesn't doesn't really that part of my life doesn't change as much as my movies. And um, you know, even if you don't like our recommendations, maybe you just enjoy us chatting um, to to. Two guys talking about some things they enjoy mm-hmm. or don't enjoy. Don't I don't, I don't, you know, if you have the movies to avoid kind of thing. Anyway, so uh, we'll just get right into it. Um, sure. I'm going to start off with the uh, Park Chan Wook's 2009 film, Thirst. So I don't know if you've heard of that one. It's, uh, I haven't, actually. It's a Korean vampire film from the Park Chan Wook, uh, famous South Korean film director. Um, he's the guy that did the original Old Boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's from him. He also did Handmaiden, which on Amazon Prime. Really love that film. Uh, and he also directed an English film called Stoker, which is also very good. Uh, and lots of other ones I'm leaving out, but those are the you know the main ones. So um, if you have seen Old Boy or if you've even read about it, you do kind of know you're in for. Um, something a little heavier <laughs> uh, yeah for sure it is uh it's korean it's a little bit heavy on the themat themes and visuals beautiful a beautiful vampire film you know a priest tries to get a is dying gets a blood transfusion for a cure to cure it and uh, you know i think we all know where that's going he becomes a vampire but then he helps out like another younger girl and there's all sorts of themes of religion, bloodlust, all this stuff, because it's like he's trying to still adhere to his religion and priesthood as a vampire, and she's like, "Oh wow, we're fucking vampires, you know? Let's kill some people," and you know, all sorts of craziness ensues. Um, very good if you're. It is subtitled, so got to be in the mood for that. Um, it is a little heavy, we'll say. You got to be in the mood for that. But if you can get past a little over two hours. If you can get past those things, or even not even past, like just as long as you're in the mood for those things, uh, it's a great film, really good. Um, also, if you haven't heard of him, recommend checking out a lot of his other stuff. Um, oh boy, I love that film. <laughs> I really do. I think it's fantastic. It's a cool story, cool everything. So yeah, the original, right? Not the remake. Yeah, the original, yeah. right. Yeah, there's an American remake. I think Josh Brolin. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be discussing. <laughs> I've got a few like remake conversations throughout this these recommendations, but that is one. It's just like, hey, here's a great film. Let's remake it yeah. in American, you know, in English. I'm like, please don't. <laughs> just just leave it alone, you know. Yeah. 
that's that's something we talked about that not too long ago with um wreck you know that horror film amazing right. spanish uh horror film like hey we got to get this in english let's just remake it shot for shot in english with american actors it's just it's not as good it loses something yeah so those foreign directors you know i think they also in the american version sometimes go cheap on them you know try to try to help it out but the same name on carry over but yeah no man i get that so thirst i'm so a good vampire film as long as not twilight they don't sparkle in the sunshine wow um fun story one of the first like not a date the first date with natalie took her to see twilight because I thought she wanted to see it and liked it. And she thought it was going to be like Underworld. <laughs> and we were both surprised. It was nothing like Underworld. No. Not even a little. Not anyway, just okay. just to rack up the Park Chan Woo conversation, he also did direct one English film with um, Nicole Kidman called Stoker. Um, came out like 2013. That one's really good as well. So check those out. And let's move on to to your picks. All right. Sounds good. Um, first pick of the week for me this week is a movie I remember from my childhood. I, oh. I, I say that. I say that. I remember the adults around me watching it, and I watched it many years later. But I thought it was really cool because I'm pretty sure it inspired an NES video game I played a lot, Skate or Die. This is 1989's Gleaming the Cube. Oh. Christian Slater. And it's full of actually other like actual skateboarding stars, such as Tony Hawk and a few, and a few others, which are the stuntmen, and, and play like his, his crew in it. But um, I don't know if you ever seen this one. Uh, it's, I mean, like it's 89, and it's like, you know, it's young Christian Slater. But uh, I don't think, no, I, I have not. You haven't? Okay. So we'll break down the plot just a little bit real fast. Basically, Brian Kelly, played by Christian Slater. It's kind of that typical Orange County, not, you know, age early 90s skateboarder, whatever. Funky, doesn't want to do anything, you know, just wants to hang out skateboard. They actually open up the open up the whole show, whole movie, by he and his crew flying in a plane, paying a pilot to take him up to look for abandoned, abandoned pools. Okay. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, so that's how it starts. But really, it does take a nice, actually has a great, I guess, arc for his character what happens is he he doesn't really care much about skateboarding he just cares about skateboarding his friends a little in orange county but he has an adoptive vietnamese brother who he actually cares for a lot and he's working for like you know a charity that helps out the vietnamese you know against communism and stuff like that in the 80s and uh anyway big charity thing doing it for school trying to get to harvard yada 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 well his adoptive brother is up murdered okay so he then yeah, with nothing else to do, no other cares in the world. Tries to go solve what happened to his adopted brother, Ben. So it's really great. It's got a lot of fun stuff to it. A lot of great storyline, a lot of great plot. Um, so it's like an, so it's like a late eighties thriller. Yeah, kind of like a murder mystery thriller. Oh, okay. Around skateboarding. Uh, they, I did know. not expect that when you said Tony Hawk. <laughs> no, it's it's kind of nuts because like yeah, it takes some it takes some turns. It, it's it, but yeah. I mean, he uses he uses his skateboard abilities, but uh, anyway, it's really fun. It's a great. It's one of the first movies I ever I can think of ever knowing that has that much skateboarding in it. But in the end, I say it's, it's, it may have spurred Skater Die for happening hmm. because in another 
in other countries it was literally titled skate or die so um but anyway uh i think you kind of have my similar taste in movies from what i've been recommending so far in the show uh it's kind of become a classic post box office like it actually bombed in the box office but i mean you think about the clientele that going from the skateboard movie you're not really going to get those people to go pay seven dollars to go see a movie but um mm. It's streaming on Amazon Prime. Uh, I think it's I think it's fun. I think it's great if you've never seen it and you know you like the era. It's a lot of fun. You like Christian Slater. He's really good in it. He's really like for being as young as he was then. So you can kind of tell he's been around the game a long time. But uh, I always been a fan of his. Always been a big fan. Uh, directed by Graham Clifford. Uh, I didn't see much else he did after the '90s. But uh, hey, this is you know fantastic. Since on Amazon Prime, um, I mean I think it probably changed the game for empty abandoned pools. Because <laughs> you know, everyone went looking after much this, but you know, I'm wondering if this is what got all my friends in the early '90s into skateboarding was this movie. But I do remember, like, I do remember the adults around me, quote unquote, adults renting this movie, you know, from like Blockbuster or whatever they went to and getting this and watching it. Because uh, there's a little, of course, there's always a romance art to it too, right? He, there's always a girl involved, and Chris Slater be the hero, and so on and so forth. But anyway. Great film. I just watched Third Day for the first time. Cool. Time. Yeah, and and it's it's you know it's very much shot in that old school way, but it's still fun. It's still good. Yeah, old nice. Time. Yeah. Um, man, I feel like we could feel like we could uh, spend a whole episode talking about blo- the blockbuster, <laughs> the blockbuster <laughs> yeah. days. Yeah. Like, it's something that just a gone from our culture. It's weird to think about sometimes because I watched. I was watching. Uh, you know, you recommended Red Oak. Not not too long ago, and so I, I finally watched season one of that. And there's a scene where they're like, you know, looking for a movie for date night at perusing the video rental store. And it's like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, getting with your friends and like, hey, let's go to Blockbuster and find a movie to watch tonight. Maybe rent two or three for the weekend. Exactly. Yeah, they always rent some kind of special, you know, and yeah, so you get on Friday night and keep it. You know, oh, if you were to Friday, you can keep it to Sunday. Oh my God, okay, probably for one night or whatever. So, uh, hit with the overdue few fees. And you're like, oh, oh God, yeah. <laughs> Just a tangent before we move on. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned Tony Hawk. Yeah. I did. I did not realize uh, Tony Hawk was in uh, Sharknado Five. Oh my God. I don't. Maybe it was probably just a little bit part where he shows up yeah. for a minute, but still, like. It's like they are still making those, and Tara Reid is still starring in them. I think they're up yeah. to like six of them now. Well, they're just pumping them out. I think they're all on loving. Amazon Prime. So, no you know, hey, if you if you want something on, there's a there's it's not a recommendation. We're not recommending them, but they do exist. Six Sharknados. My God. Uh, Anyhow, let's move on to a good film. Yeah. And uh, next recommendation is that. I'm sticking foreign and vampire. Okay. So we're going to go with the 2008 Swedish film, Let the Right One In. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, Swedish actor, Swedish director. I don't, I don't know anything else around them. Um, it's this like really lonely kind of, it's hard to describe. It's just the vibe of it is so just piercing. And, I don't know. It's one of my favorite vampire films. It um, years ago when you told me this is the first time and, and told me to watch it. It's one of my f- when the remake happened again. Yeah, you like go. You told me to go back and watch the original. 
yeah it's one of my few like five star rated films wow um it's just incredible scenes incredible story just sucks you in it's like a it's like almost friendship romance element like a drug coming of age drama kind of thing but at the same time it's like a horror film so it's just it's really unique really unique vampire film um it's like a vibe to it it's got a different vibes than than others yeah because it's like a it's like a horror story kind of but it 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 tackles like the core tenet of what i would think like a vampire story of like um like isolation kind of thing where just yeah, like y- your whole existence is predicated on sucking the blood out of humans. Like, how do you keep them around long, right? Like, mm-hmm. so it, yeah. that too, yeah. Um, unless you're making like a blade vampire film, that's a whole other matter, right? Um, I think I guess you would say it's more of it's more almost when the Anne Rice interviewed the vampire shtick. You know, yeah, kind of trying to stay low, but still trying to find a way to feed and, and suck people in. So, so I don't know. It's hard to discuss too much, but yeah, once again, it's away. yeah, you don't get too much away. It's just a great film, well made, incredible acting. They they did in 2010. They pulled the like we talked about the well, we got to make this in English, um, and they did. They remade it. It's almost like if I recall, it's like a shot for shot remake. Um, they did it with the uh, Chloe Grace Mor- Mortz Moretz. Yeah, yeah I got it. Um, Matt Reeves directed it, and you know it's fine. It actually, for a remake, it's uh, it's pretty good. Like it's not a bad film. It's just not as good as the original. So right. feel free to watch it, but watch the watch the uh, Swedish one first if you do. Yeah, put um, those subtitles and watch the Swedish one. Absolutely. So you know, feel free to watch them both. Out of all the remakes, it's one of the better ones. I agree. But because she's so good. She is, yeah. She's great. She's fantastic. But something about it just isn't quite, quite the same. It's just I don't know. I wonder because I thought about this about the old boy thing a while back. I said I wonder if it's because they lighten they lighten it up to make it just a little bit brighter mm. and more bang bang. And then and then and the other two the originals are so much darker shot cinematography wise, you know. So could be. I don't know. I don't know. The vibe is different. They just feels I think off. I think that if I recall, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I think the English one's a little more violent too, like more graphically violent. Um, it might be. Anyway, so yeah, check those out. Um, good call, very good call. That's a that's a great film. I haven't watched it in a while. I'll have to find that when I watch it. It's on, uh, I think it's on HBO or Max or whatever they're calling it now. Awesome. We'll that's it. gonna be definitely on the spooky series, you know, uh, Sunday Scaries watch list for me and the wife because it's you know it's July fifteenth. It's basically Halloween already. So, <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Rolling along with the uh, suspenseful horror uh, uh, genre, I've got two of those. So my next pick is 2022 Black Phone, uh, directed by Scott Derrickson, starring Ethan Hawke. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Took me a second to click what yeah. what movie that was. All right, cool. So I, I, I as soon as I watched this film the first time. I merely text him and feel like you have to watch Black Phone. <laughs> You've got to get on this. Wow. Uh, I heard so many good things about it, you know, that we sat down and watched it, and, and the wife and I were both blown away. If you don't know uh, what this is about, uh, it's a semi supernatural horror suspense film. That's kind of how I said it. 
It's set in 1978. There's a serial child abductor and murderer nicknamed the Grabber on the streets of a Denver suburb. And it kind of follows around a group of kids at school. And they're all aware of the Grabber. They're all aware of what's going on. But back, you know, it's, what are you going to, you know, it's 1978. There's a lot less technology, a lot less going on. People don't know what's really happening. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much on how the movie goes. Uh, I think the young actors are all really, really good in it. Ethan Hawke is absolutely phenomenal in the role. Uh, it's kind of stress-inducing. I mean, there's those times you pull that blanket up tight to your eyes. You're like, oh, I don't know if I'll watch this. But uh, I, I really say it's a must-watch. Um, you well spent your time watching this film. Uh, you know, of course, it's it's dealing with the kids' abductions and stuff like that. And, you know, young teenager abduction. So, you know, obviously, has to be the right mindset for this one, kind of. But, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Got a little supernatural spin on it. Um, but... It's currently on Amazon Prime and Paramount Plus. Uh, I would say it's definitely a four star, four and a half star for me on the ratings. I'm certified fresh on the tomato meter. So if you haven't seen Black Phone, check it out. Jason, I'm telling you, you've seen it? I have seen it. I, um, I'm trying to recall. I'm trying to pull it up, see what I said about it. I guess I logged it, but I didn't leave a review for it. I gave it three stars. Okay. Um, I remember, like, I don't, I just don't remember much about it other than Ethan Hawke was incredible in it. Yeah, he he gave an amazing performance in that one, he did. He did. and the the kid was pretty good too, if I remember. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. There's probably some weak. I don't know. I just, I thought. Hey, man. You know, hey, if you're in the mood for a tense, what do you even call it? A horror? I guess it is a horror, right? Like, yeah, tense. It's a Blumhouse film, like a horror thriller. Right. Yeah. Uh, a little bit creepy. Yeah, it's it's Creepy's it's a good. Term for it. Creepy is a very great great term for it. I agree there. Right. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny because the more you talk about films, the more I'm just like, oh yeah, that kind of for some reason that reminded me of like Oculus with Karen, um, Jillian, and um, I don't I don't know why, um, but it's from a Michael Mike Flan- Flanagan horror film that I, I just love. Anyway. Um, well, but anyway, Black Phone, like I said, you know, check it out later. Box, check it out. Check out the. Yeah, it's on. Where where can we watch it these days? Amazon Prime. And Paramount Amazon Prime. Prime. All right. Both have it right now. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Well. Roll it along. Let's go. I'm gonna wrap up heading to an English speaking um vampire <laughs> film. All right. So we're gonna recommend the 2012. Uh, we are. I'm gonna recommend the 2012 Byzantium. So it. It's these two mysterious women seeking refuge at like this coastal town, and um, then it kind of it keeps like flashing back like two hundred years ago. So it's like set in these two female vampires in like modern times, and then it kind of flashes back to their story like two hundred years ago. Oh, and uh, it kind of jumps between the two, and once again. It's hard to kind of discuss or get into in any real depth without some big spoilers, mm-hmm. but you know they're being hunted. It's it's like a vibe film, I would call it. Right, the plot, the story, it's okay. It's not amazing, mm-hmm. um, but man, it just it's a beautiful film. Just beautifully shot, beautiful vibe to it. Um, I don't know. It's just one of my favorite vampire films. Put it put it that way. It's kind of like a a fantasy thriller vampire film. Okay. And um, I've seen this one, so I'll, I'll 
This one missed me, I think, at one point. Yeah, I mean, there's some good... I like the ending. Um, kind of deals with a lot of the same vampire themes, right? Of Like, yeah, you get to live forever, but... <laughs> you know. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to? Like, yeah. yeah, do you want to? And I don't know. It's, you know, there's going to be moments of mundaneness, but it picks up. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I like it and I recommend it. And uh, <laughs> it's a good vampire film. Great yeah. vampire film. Especially if you're, all of these are kind of more of in the serious vampire. All the recommendations today are in that kind of serious, uh, dramatic y. A vampire, you know, we'll save the blades in the 30 days of night and underworld for later. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, the, the, I guess the realistic and yeah, yeah. If it's, not, if it's as realistic as, as vampires get, right? <laughs> and the different vibe, right? Because, you know, you have the the exploring the feelings of what it is to be a vampire, what that means, what toll that takes. And then you have on the other side, you have like the 30 days of night blade movies where it's like, Oh, we're getting attacked by vampires. They're just, they're like Nazis, right? Just an endless yeah. enemy to kill. Um, so it's different, different types of vampire films, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree there. I agree there. Especially with that, like, the first two you recommended very much a different, a slower, more, again, creepy vampire, you know, lifelong film more than the shoot 'em up. Yeah, so um, versus hundreds of vampires kind of thing. So cool. Well, excellent. That's a. I'll put that on my list. Definitely check that out. Cause that's a vampire film that's gotten past me. Yeah, there's some vampire films for you today. Right on. Great, great theme there, bud. I enjoyed it. Great theme. We're gonna try out more themes and stuff. That's <laughs> like a good. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. Um, I think I did. I did what the best summer movies not too long ago and the baseball movies not too long ago. So it's a good. Nice. Good way to be. Good way to be. But uh, cool. Well, um. I'll wrap up my third movie pick of this week. Uh, it's a 1996 horror comedy directed by Peter Jackson. Yep, the New Zealand Peter Jackson. Uh, so it's starring Michael J. Fox, and I've got it's The Frighteners. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I I didn't watch this film for a long, long time. I see the you know see it on a streaming service like, huh? Well, that's any good? Huh? Well, that's any good? I don't know. It just you know, you don't know what to think about it because you don't. I never heard a lot about it, um, but uh, I think it's fun. I think it's great. It's Michael J. Fox post uh, probably Back to the Future one and two. Um, so he's got it. He's a star, but I don't know. I don't think this movie took off because of the content of it. I think it just didn't ring a lot with a lot of people. But I think as it comes like scary horror comedy, it's great. I think Michael J. Fox is as good as ever. Again, it's directed by Peter Jackson, so you know it's directed well. Um, I think still some of the special effects hold up. Uh, but long story short, what it's about really is uh, Frank, played by Michael J. Fox, is a psychic that you know kind of started packaging necromancy after his wife is killed in a car wreck. He finds out he has the ability to speak with the dead. He makes friends with these ghosts. He set up sets up fake hauntings, hmm. charges folks to exercise their homes. So he's Love a it, artist. He, yeah, he found a way to become a scam artist. He's got these ghost friends that run around. They're kind of the comedic relief. A couple of them are, you know, with him. He drives his old beater, <laughs> beater car. It's, it's, it's just almost a character into itself. Um, but yeah, and just, and of course, any good film, there's also always, always a plot twist. And 
things go a little array, 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 awry. There's the word array. There we go. And an uh, actual <laughs> ghoul shows up that Frank can't control, can't talk to, takes in the shape of the Grim Reaper. Uh, and that ghost can affect and kill the living. So, and with all that going on, it seems Oof. to always follow, it follows Frank around. And it seems to be people he just worked with. So, of course, he starts taking the blame. Because, again, no one, no one in town really believes he's doing what he's doing anyways. Mm. And thinks he's a scam artist anyway. So, he has to come across, he has to find a way to, to, to defeat the new horror and get the help he needs and so on and so forth. But, like I said, it's got some comedic relief, got some serious dark undertones. It's a little creepy at times, a little jump scares, some good laughs. Um, I think I've always enjoyed this movie. I was thinking while I was writing this up, it's like, you know, it'd be a solid double feature with Beetlejuice. Okay. This I was just great solid double, double feature because shot almost in the same kind of way. The yeah. Six kind of vibe of the houses and the shooting and all that. So it, I think it'd be a fantastic double feature. I'm just going to say, you don't, you don't really hear or hear like a lot of um, like comedy horrors that often feels like. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably definitely a lost, a lost art. I feel like a lot of them came out maybe in the nineties, you know, um, because they, they started putting those kind of actors in those kind of films. So, yeah. You, know, you got the juices and stuff. And even then, you say a horror comedy, but only because there are some laughs and, and the kind of the cast. Yeah, sure. I was I was racking my brain trying to think of any. Like, you got, you, you already mentioned Beetlejuice. I, you could kind of make a case for Ghostbusters, I guess. Yeah. You, um, you know, Evil Dead 3, I think, would fit that bill pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Um, not Hot Fuzz, but the other one. The Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead would work. Mm-hmm. All right. A lot of them. Yeah, I'm kind of like... But, I mean, you know, like I said, some of those are lighter than others. I think Frank mm-hmm. is kind of a little more heavier on the mm. horror side. But, again, it's Michael J. Fox. You can't really just say he's in a horror film. For yeah. Purposes. But really, the movie poster for this one is kind of creepy. So... It's oh, it's that one with like the face through the sheet or something. Yeah, it comes like a wall. Yeah. 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 It's kind of and it just says dead yet. You know, like okay. doof. Yeah. 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 So I mean, again, I think that's one reason I took so long to watch it because that's usually the thumbnail that comes up too. And you're like, I don't even know what this is. Like you know, but hey, definitely worth a watch. Um, I think it's on stars right now. I think that's where I saw it last. So. But uh, definitely worth a watch. It's you know a little under two hours, uh, but uh, oh, I have to check that out. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's very. I think it's a lost one of those lost nineteen ninety six films. You know, all those years back then, there were so many great movies coming out in the late nineties that it may may got a may got a kind of lost. I think it's a cult classic. One of those again. You know, but uh, add that anyway. to the watch list. All right. Yeah, yeah. Robert Zemeckis, of course, of. You know, Back to the Future fame with Michael J. Fox. Nice. I uh, was hired. He uh, he executive produced it, and of course, it's Peter Jackson and Michael J. Fox. So you know it's gonna be good. So you, that's all you need to know. But, good deal. You know, I don't, I don't. Maybe I'm just trying to tangent as much as possible. For some reason, once again, that hearing that description made me think of um, Thirteen Ghosts. Did you ever see that movie? Oh yeah, yeah. From like one. the early 2000s with Tony Shalhoub and Matthew Lillard. <laughs> Dan Elizabeth's in that, right? Yeah. Uh, um. Didn't she? Didn't she play the oldest daughter? Who? Dan Elizabeth. Yeah, Dan she is. Yeah. 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 I do remember that's a good. Uh, that was a good spin on it. 
a good spin on a horror film and a storyline. So I enjoyed 13 Ghosts. Yeah, I don't remember it being good, but I remember like like having fun. They're being violent and a little jump scary, but yeah. It's probably one of those like have have a little of the um you know whatever you you take or or drink and uh mm. you know settle in for like a ah we're going to laugh at this ridiculous horror film. Yeah, oh, so has ever seen it before? Like, is it good? No. Scary? No. Like, is it well done? No. Well acted? No. But like, man, you guy. Anytime you get Tony Shalhoub, Matthew Lillard, like Shannon Elizabeth type, <laughs> just you know, you know, hey, it's worse ways to spend an hour and a half. Oh, absolutely. I think Matthew Lillard is a very slept-on actor. Yeah. Well, he had that amazing like breakout with Scream. Yeah. And like a great role in She's All That. Mm-hmm. And I loved him in Hackers. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, after like kind of those those big films, like what do you do? He went on to make like a billion Scooby Doo movies. Like he's, yeah, he's the voice of Shaggy in every animated Scooby Doo film. I have a future pick of mine that's one of my top ten movies of all time that he's a star of, but I'll save it. Oh well, I don't feel like that kind of narrows it down. <laughs> Oh, you know, uh, there's only uh, <laughs> there's only like uh, six non Scooby Doo films. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably so. I, I, it's, not, it's not Scream, so but Scream's also a great film. Well, I'm oh, I'm, I'm gonna stop guessing because I was okay. I was gonna say it's probably not Wing Commander. I hope. I don't know if I ever saw that. So. Oh my god, it's have you at least like heard of it? I mean, the old video game. I don't know if I ever knew they made a movie out of it. Yeah, they made a movie of of the video game. 1999 um it has it has matthew lillard and saffron burrows and it's starring freddie prince jr oh i do remember that i do i do i do oh and yeah it's them in space you know fighting thing i don't even remember what the hell they're fighting they're fighting something and flying around and alien cats oh my god it was it was these weird-ass alien creatures Remember that for the game yeah oh yeah and they're trying to it's almost like Battlestar galactica but not good with awful cgi <laughs> i saw it i stayed home and watched it one day and i was like a sick day or something in junior high lord help us anyway all righty well that's a lot of that's probably enough tangenting yeah for sure yeah we'll, we'll go we'll go uh <laughs> we'll let you go Oh, yeah. If you haven't left. This. Yeah, if you're still listening, thanks for hanging out. Um, well, I'm going to take another week off in the gambling sports bet because there's just Major League Baseball. Uh, I missed uh, the bets in the Scottish Open. Um, I'm going to um, go ahead. And I'll, I'll bring you back next week. Maybe some UFC picks. Um, I'm up to some stuff on the TikTok and the Twitter. So look, follow us there to get some middle-of-the-week picks. Uh, speaking of... Please follow us on Twitter at This Week's Picks and Instagram and TikTok at This Week's Picks Pod. Uh, hit us up there. Follow us along. I'm going to get better at social media and posting more often, especially on the Twitter and the, and the TikTok. Uh, like I said, for those weekly picks of gambling and maybe just a one-off. Hey, look, I just watched the show. It just came out kind of stuff. But uh, thanks for hanging out. Again, just an announcement that we are changing to a Monday release day. Uh, just for the upcoming NFL, um, allows me to put NFL football into the stupid part ways and Nick's getting coming up. 
But hey, I hope y'all enjoyed it. Jason, thanks for joining me. Yeah, have a good one. Time to fix. Y'all have a good week.